Paul, I haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> it's been a while, man. We haven't podcasted. Do we remember how to do this? Maybe. I think we just talk into the mics and play some music. Okay. All right. I got that down. Yeah. But let's uh, let's get into what our what our episode art is going to be. Oh gosh. When you see what it is, that was a pretty fair response. Awesome. Clown noses, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever worn a clown nose before. I think this is brand new territory for me. Are you down to clown? <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right. I don't even know how to put this on. There's a there's a little slot. Okay, I got it. Nose. You got it? I found All the right. slot. Cool. All right. Let's throw them on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you take me seriously? Nope. Not even a little. <laughs> Glad I cannot see myself right now. It's kind of getting in the way of the microphone a little bit. It, yeah, for me too, actually. Yes. Uh, it also starts to pinch your nose and affect the way you talk a little bit. <laughs> get a little nasally. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hear new music from Mary Jo Matea and then get our podcast episode art right captured. On. This is Hometown Sounds.
I've spent a lot of time on Amazon getting to know the clown nose market. <laughs> the the high quality professional clown noses, uh-huh. they're, like, they're like 30 bucks. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it pays for itself though in the long run. <laughs> Invest in yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get a clown nose. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hometown Sounds podcast. Of course, we show you how DC rocks. I'm Paul Vodra. I'm Tony Pareco. And that was a new normal Brand new single by Mary Jo Matea of the band Two Dragons and a Cheetah. And in fact, this song was written about that pairing of Mary Jo and drummer Joel Wu. He left on a year-long journey around the world and eventually settled down in a different state. There's still a band. They still see one another and make music. But there's a new normal now, which means embracing and adapting to change. I, I like this because I feel like I've been on an arc with Mary Jo and Two Dragons and a Cheetah. I remember fondly finding their music video for the song Lessons way back in 2015. That was one where they were marching around Chinatown, right? Exactly. Still love that music video. It's he, He's got the tiny little drum kit that's strapped to his chest playing, and it's a great little music video. And all the way through, Mary Jo playing in solo stuff, in her bands. She uh, backs up other musicians and features her own stuff, and is now even writing songs about the other pairings that that she's done, which is it, it, it's really great. It's great to see her grow as a musician. She has been putting out singles on a regular basis. I think this is kind of how the music industry works these days. You know, it's about gaming the algorithms. It's about trying to get the maximum splash for all of your material. You know, getting blogs to write about it, getting included in playlists. Uh, this is how, how you got to do it. And uh, I think it's a really cool way to go about it. I love oh, in that song, the chorus. It just sounds so 90s for me. And it just makes me fond for the 90s. <laughs> and more specifically, it makes me think of my boyhood love of lady rock bands from that era, like Veruca Salt, Belly, Hole, Garbage. And I just always thought that ladies and rock bands were really really cool and i would wonder as a 10 or 11 year old oh. would i ever know a girl in a band and now i do that's awesome now you probably know many fantastic so this new single features mary joe's dc band which is scott manley on drums Eamon donnelly on bass and joshua hunter aka endless winter on guitar who we featured before uh mary joe also sends out an email newsletter and in the, oh, she hustles. Yeah. I, I wish I had that in me the way that she does. If you get her updates, she makes you know she's still around. I know. I love it. I love that the email newsletter is really the way to go because it just cuts through all of the Facebook, Twitter, all the thing, all the ways that they try to gate and prevent you from being seen by your audience unless you pay them, which is terrible. So the best way is just to you know run an email list and make it good, put some good content in it, put some little graphic design into it. And uh, Mary Jo does a fantastic job with that. And she, in her most recent one, says that Two Dragons and a Cheetah is on hiatus, but not gone forever. Their single Wind Me Up is awaiting Joel recording his half of a music video. And we love Two Dragons and a Cheetah music videos. So we would like to amplify Mary Jo's statement that Joel get on it. So wait, so that that was chiding your own bandmate in your own email newsletter? That's what you got to do sometimes. It seems, seems like a, a bit of a step far, but, but you know. It's like reality TV, but on email. I know. It's crazy. So in her recent 
email, Mary Jo also mentions that she and her partner, Johnny Grave, who of course we featured on this podcast many times, recently took a trip to South Africa and there were a lot of photos posted on Instagram. And I too recently took a trip. Yeah, where have you been? I All went, I know is you went to Florida. I went to Florida for a week. It's definitely not South Africa. Not as cool as that. Went to South. I went to Florida for a week just to visit family. So, was there any? Did you observe, or were you a part of any Florida craziness? You know what? There was not a whole lot of Florida craziness. I wouldn't expect you to be known no, for your Florida craziness. There, you never know about Florida, though. Here's the thing, though: going in mid to late May is the off season. Uh, you know, it's starting to get kind of warm there, and the snowbirds, as they say, have mostly left by now to go summer in the cooler climates. So I was hanging around in Sarasota. I was hanging around in Orlando and uh, the crowds were much diminished and it was, it was very nice. And I kind of didn't really know what I would think of it if I were to go during the high season and it's very crowded and it's very hard to get into restaurants and that sort of thing. So I don't have too much to report about my trip because it was kind of a whole lot of family time hanging out, not really getting to do a lot of sites and, and, you know, attractions and whatnot. Math. Yeah, sure. You know, people do that too. But here's what I wanted to mention. This was a really strange thing. When I was staying with my girlfriend's family in Orlando, they chose to listen to music on a speaker that was hooked up to their Amazon Echo Dot. I think this is a fairly common thing for a lot of people, especially families. They hook that up and then they can just shout out, hey, Amazon lady in a can, play 90s alternative. Or play 70s pop. Did you do that? say it like that on purpose so that you don't trigger people's Alexa? Yes. I, I'm so used to listening to podcasts where they bleep it out or they try not to say it. Alexa, play Huey <laughs> Lewis in the news sports. <laughs> I love that that was what came to your mind. Oh, no. <laughs> they triggered my Amazon Echo. NBA Pacific Division at 37.45. <laughs> and it pulled up real sports. Oh, my gosh. Not, not the album. Alexa, stop. Gotta be careful with that stuff. So we're listening to music over this Amazon Echo, and I'm sensing that this music is slow. Like all the songs that are playing, I'm like, this sounds slow to me. I play drums, I DJ, and so the rhythm and the tempo are important. And they're sort of like, you know, I know how these songs are supposed to sound, and no one else, no one else is sensing this, but it's bugging the heck out of me. And so finally we pulled up a random song that they liked, which was Black Betty. I think it's by Ram Jam. And like, I didn't really know that song too well, but I, w- once you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, I know that song. And I pulled it up on Spotify on my phone. We started it on the Echo and I started it on my phone and my phone was faster. And I have no idea why this is. This seems really random. Why would it be slower? And the only reason I can think of is that maybe Amazon is doing it on purpose to pay less in royalties if they play fewer songs because they're longer. That's the only thing I can think of. You really dive into the behind the scenes economics because you, I, I think you offered a similar assessment on Spotify, including podcasts as they're offering. Yes, right. You said that by having podcasts as an option on Spotify that diverts your time and hence royalties to artists. Exactly. Yep. It's all conspiracies, man. So if anybody has any idea, maybe you have 
uh, an Amazon device that you listen to music on and uh, maybe you could pay attention to it and, and tell me if it's going slow. This is weird. I know. I mean, I, this is a contact Amazon level thing. I tried Googling it and I found a little bit of, of it on Reddit of people maybe reporting the same thing, but not very much. So I don't know what to do about it. It just seems like there's no technical reason why it would be slower through a speaker or like because the internet was a slower speed. I just can't think of it. It's really strange. What do we got next, Tony? Bobby Thompson. All right.
I've been thinking about the hook in this song all day. Oh. You belong here on the ground. Yeah. And I guess what just kind of came to me is viewing it from the viewpoint of the song being an answer song to Radiohead's Creep. Yeah. Where Tom York sings, I don't belong here. But in 2019, Bobby Thompson says, you belong here <laughs> on the ground. On the ground. Yes, indeed. That was Bobby Thompson with a brand new single called On the Ground. We last had Bobby on the podcast as a guest back in 2015 to talk about his album Live at Iota. And since then, he's released two albums with one of his many, many groups, Revelator Hill and his own solo EP called The Acoustic Sessions. And we had the honor of premiering the music video for that EP single, which was On the Ground back in October of 2018 on the website. Now we've got the official album version of On the Ground, which was recorded last summer with the full band at Q Recording Studios. This is going to be the lead single from an upcoming EP called Songs of Love, dropping in June and serving as a teaser for a full-length album, which is coming in the fall. We think that you should click the interested button on Facebook for the EP release show at Pearl Street Warehouse on Friday, June 21st with Rebecca Haviland and Whiskey Heart. And I saw this go by my Facebook feed recently from Mr. Bobby Thompson, and it really it really struck me. I thought it was really very well written. So I would like to read this to the audience for everybody to enjoy here. Now, here's the thing. We don't get very political on the podcast. Uh, you know, I might say that we get more political or have more political content than that statement. <laughs> Maybe we do, and I just don't notice it. I feel like we are progressive leaning well, in terms of in terms of the artists that, and their messages that they espouse. That's true. That's true. We do feature progressive messages on this show. And so uh, here's what Bobby wrote. Recently, I received a dark message from a family member that showed their deep appreciation for our current national leader and basically told me to hell with my feelings. Some said I should laugh it off as a joke, but I've seen this behavior before in this person and others. And this person is a church-going person on Sundays and lives in an area surrounded by other Christian followers. Rather than attack back, which is something I really, really wanted to do, I decided to write this. I feel sorry for you, my friend. You probably would have been uncomfortable with the compassion that your Savior showed those that were not so fortunate. In our modern world, there is now a movement that puts the needs of the poor and fragile on the back burner and emphasizes the strong and wealthy. More power to you. You shall gain it all in this world. It will be your prized possession, all the wealth, power, and strength you can muster to show the world who's the strongest. I shall wait it out and nurture my God-given talent to benefit the ears of others. As an artist, I've been both blessed and cursed with a passion for creation, and it's made me very happy, but never made me much in monetary returns. I cherish my feelings. They have served me well. We shall all face the same judgment. Oh, snap. It's pretty, pretty powerful words that I wanted to share with everyone from Mr. Bobby Thompson. And now we're going to play you more music on the podcast. Next up, this is Celia. The world is watching now 
Wasn't that just a really lovely song? Beautiful, beautiful instrumentation and lyrics. Yeah, it was great. Uh, <laughs> it was called Forever by Celia. It's the lead single from her new EP, Fast Cars and Midnight, which came out uh, this month, May 24th. It is available to buy digitally and on CD via Bandcamp. It's also on iTunes and the Spotify's. There you uh, go. Yeah. Uh, she threw an EP release party mm, 10 days ago at Pyramid Atlantic in Hyattsville, Paul, you DJ there sometimes, right? I do DJ there sometimes. It's a really cool spot. They have art openings. They have like uh, art classes and facilities to to make art. And they're, I think, doing some more artistic outreach in other areas. So it's really cool that they're having shows now. Awesome. It's really, really cool. Here's a quote regarding this new EP, Fast Cars and Midnight. This five-track EP tells intimate stories about love, self-reflection, and the nostalgia of heartache. Also, Celia wrote and co-produced all of the tracks and played instruments for all of the songs, including guitar and keyboard. So that was really impressive to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Celia. Congrats on a great AP. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Next we got, I'm really excited to share this with you. It's Beauty Pill. Beauty Pill. Some folks Bye. 
new beauty pill. What? Well, it is new beauty pill, but it's also old beauty pill that's coming out finally. Long awaited. That was a song called Some Folks Lives Roll Easy. And it's a Paul Simon cover. That's right. It was originally from Paul Simon's 1975 album, Still Crazy After All These Years. The beauty pill version comes from the score for the play Suicide.Chat.Room, which ran in early 2010 from the theater company Taffety Punk. The soundtrack album, unreleased for nine years, is called Sorry You're Here and will be released via Bandcamp on May 31st, 2019. Which is really exciting in that this song really does kind of sound like it's from the Beauty Pill Describes Things As They Are sound. Right. So, ooh, that's going to be tasty. Oh, yeah. To get ears on. Yeah. Beauty Pill's breakout album, uh, Beauty Pill Describes Things As They Are, was recorded in 2011 at the Artisphere and came out in 2015. So this could be an interesting view into Beauty Pill's evolving sound. Following singer Chad Clark's brush with death in 2007, due to a viral cardiomyopathy infection, which he detailed in a very enlightening conversation with our friend Kevin Hill on his podcast, Chunky Glasses. And if anybody likes Chad and Beauty Pill and has not heard that conversation, go look that up in the archives and stream that because it was a really, really powerful conversation. Beauty Pill is gearing up to release new material, including a song called Pardon Our Dust, that we remember fondly from our Millennium Stage show with Beauty Pill in June of 2018. And we can give you a little tease that we are hoping to have Chad on the podcast coming up in the near future to talk about the current iteration of his band and what's going on and hopefully some upcoming releases from him. So So send us your questions. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sure. Why not? There you go. We'll see what we get. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to hopefully make that happen. But for now, we're going to play some new music on the podcast. What do we have next, Tony? We have more great new DC music from the likes of Palette. Yeah. Oh, 
That was Palette with a track called Learn to Crawl. Palette is the project of Cash Langdon. And I found this just because Palette put out an EP with the band Child Princess, who we featured on the previous episode of the show. And why didn't we just... We're always looking for symmetry between acts. Why didn't we play this? I don't really know. <laughs> we go through a lot of music. Sometimes things catch you. Sometimes things catch you later on. Right. But we're getting back to it now. And uh, I love it. So, okay. This came out in March on a label from New York City called Drop Medium. And Drop Medium is a self-described 80s label who seems to do all of their, vis- their business via Bandcamp which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And the song was very, very 80s. So it all fit pretty nicely together, in my opinion. Cash Langdon makes a lot of very dope flyers that I am aware of because I like to include the flyers for shows when they are available when I write up my recommendations on the Don't Stay Home feature on the Hometown Sounds website where we pick out a show for you to see uh, every single day. He is also in the band Saturday Night with Luke Reddick. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds Podcast. So we hope that you enjoyed it and subscribe to it and tell all your awesome friends to subscribe to it in whatever podcast app they happen to be into. And if they don't know about podcast apps, then why don't you uh, get their phone and download a podcast app for them and then subscribe them to all your favorite podcasts. And of course, that includes Hometown Sounds, right? That's how it works. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We're on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hometown Sounds. Follow us on each one of those things because we post different things. Uh, let's see. We have an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. Drop us a line. Send us your stuff. We have a website. It's hometownsoundsdc.com. And send us your, your beauty pill questions. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the website has music videos. We have show picks. We have the podcast. we got all kind of great stuff. But really the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live. And just like I'm going to do this coming Saturday oh. in which I will be seeing Mystery Friends and Denmate and another act called The Del Florida. Oh. So I'm just trying to like rally my homies. Yeah. Like, come, come say hey. I'll be there. At the Black Hat. And I haven't been to the Black Hat since they redid everything. With the whole like closing the downstairs and moving everything upstairs. So I'm interested to see how that feels now. Cool, cool. We have one last track for you on this episode. This is Lisa Frank with a song called Whisper. This was inspired by early to mid-1990s club sounds of electro bass, Miami bass, and freestyle. Also, this song features erotic ASMR vocals. Uh, they're whispered throughout the track. And there are also there's also background noise that was recorded from South Beach. So... I was a little confused about erotic ASMR just because I would not think that erotic content is going to put me to sleep. Mm, yeah. So, so whatevs. <laughs> you do you, DJ Lisa Frank. A- ASMR is really its own thing of, you know, like you either love it or you don't get it. Which is it for you? I think I don't get it. I haven't tried it enough. I think that if you get it, like it like scratches an itch in your brain, like almost literally. And it feels so good. But if you don't have it, you're like, whatever, I don't understand this. So we're going to dive into the into a bit about Lisa Frank. I've actually met Lisa Frank or DJ Lisa Frank in real life. I met her via an app that people used to meet one another. She was working at U-Haul at the time and took me in to see Beautiful Swimmers, Ooh. which was real, real cool. Oh, yeah. I had a great time. I was interested in meeting who turned out to be DJ Lisa Frank because her profile picture 
was like someone in like a Chuck E. Cheese type style outfit. Oh my god! But it wasn't. They had like ratter colors and stuff. Oh, weird. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this will be good. <laughs> a little bit of foley there for you. <laughs> um, also, I guess this leads to a little bit of discussion about Lisa Frank and Lisa Frank products. We all know that Lisa Frank as the artist and businesswoman responsible for all of the very colorful office supplies, school supplies from the 80s and 90s, still around. Lisa Frank started her company at the age of 24 in 1979, which I thought was like hella impressive. Uh, She is purportedly notoriously elusive and private, which is kind of weird given the sort of garish colors of Lisa Frank stuff. Uh, In a 2012 interview with Urban Outfitters, there was an agreement to obscure her face. So Lisa Frank's face is not out there. Some some other fun facts about Lisa Frank. She partnered with Reebok to release two versions of limited edition Reebok Classic Leathers shoes in 2017. And also in 2017, Entertainment Weekly reported that the designer was partnering with John Shestack to develop a movie inspired by her work. Wow. So that sounds like a seizure-inducing fun time. Oh, my God. Also, in 2019, Frank designed the logo for John Mayer's Instagram television series, Current Mood, which I just thought the doing artwork for an Instagram television series is peak 2019. (laughs) I didn't even know. I guess I sort of vaguely knew that Instagram had TV series, but I certainly never clicked on it. Yeah. And when I met her, DJ Lisa Frank told me, like, yeah, the point is to get across this sort of very loud, colorful kind of music. Mm-hmm. And it comes across very much so in her stuff, which really slams. Oh, yeah. Lisa Frank is the head of the Rome Dance Party, which uh, puts on some crazy fun uh, DJ events uh, in, in interesting places around D.C., including churches sometimes. Uh, this single, Whisper, is the first single from Frank's new label, Romance. Get it? Rome. Romance. We got it, Paul. All right. Thank you. And it also features DC producer and DJ Rez Ekbaton, which is a name so cool that he should be on NPR. Uh, The single is available to buy on Romance's Bandcamp and includes remixes by a bunch of DC producers, including Tonal Theory, Juana, Jet Chandon, and our friend Output Message. So check out all those remixes. I was listening to them earlier today, and they're really cool. Those electronic artists, they love the remix. Exactly cross-pollination. So thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. We will see you all next time.